in. Welcome back. It is a lovely Thursday morning. Uh, Connor could not join me. He's got a ton going on up at his training. Uh, but you guys heard his piece earlier in the week on what was going down in the semifinals this week. As for me, I gave you a little bit. Uh, we're going to dive a bit deeper into the matchups now here as we are just a couple days away now from deciding who is playing in the Vanier Cup or Le Coupe Vanier. Uh, I do want to say we're going to start with the T-Birds and X matchup. I think one of the biggest things to note with this matchup probably going to be Sam Davenport, Edge Williams, uh, Shamar McBean, and just the straight-up speed of this UBC offense. Isaiah Knight is a tremendous back as well for bringing speed, and Rooker showed that he has the athleticism to make plays happen with his feet as well. Uh, I wonder with X, more I worry with X, are they ready for this elite level of game-breaking speed? We saw last year when they played Saskatchewan, and Connor kind of alluded to this, they had a lot of breaks go their way. I think it was five fumbles, I believe, or five turnovers from Saskatchewan. But their overall speed and playmaking ability just kind of seemed to keep them in the game despite having such a dramatic, poor half or drastic turnover margin uh, that's very uncharacteristic characteristic of them last year with Mason Ice. I know this year we saw them kind of turn it up a bit more with Amandred. UBC, the speed is there as well. It is electric. It is elite. And is it going to be too much to overcome on Wednesday night as I'm recording this? Uh, still have not seen any posts about St. FX traveling, which means they're probably going like Thursday night. Friday morning, maybe Friday, most likely. Uh, to me, that's that's all you need to know with this one. They are going to be out of sorts, out of time zone, out of their comfort zone. I know it might be a little bit easier to go backwards than forwards, but still, the change is there. And as they try to really use this big play offense of theirs as Saint FX, Jarrell Cummings, the transfer DB in from Simon Fraser. He is going to make the difference as, like, Zach Kareem, uh, they have a really good receiving core. I don't know if it's enough to run with these T-Birds DBs. And Pat Tracy has been around for quite some time. He's seen coast-to-coast -coast football and what it's going to take. And for his team to know um, stylistically what is coming from this X team, it's, it's definitely a leg up, but I will say stylistically across conferences, this is a cool thing about getting these matchups after the championship game is each conference kind of takes on their own lifestyle, right? And you guys have heard Connor and I talk about the OUA being this power football conference and you have to run the ball and JP Sercelli was big on it saying like, yeah, like you've got to be founded in the trenches if you're going to win in this conference. And it's really true. The OUA is a power conference, whereas... Can West is more of a vertical offense uh, showcase where these offenses, yeah, they may run the ball a lot like Alberta and Saskatchewan in years past, but the main threat from these teams is targeting the ball downfield. There's always someone pushing the envelope offensively, and the defenses have had to adjust and play a lot of cover four or high cover three where you know they're backing way out. 
against a team like X that takes a lot of deep shots, that's almost like they're playing into the T-Birds defense. You're going to let Ryan Baker roam around and make plays at the second level and linebacker, but these DBs are going to be anticipating you guys taking shots. We have not had as high of a completion percentage. We get spoiled. Like I'm about to say that 60% completions from Salas Fagnol, but 60 is still a good number. You want it up around 65. You'd love to get it to 70, 75 like we saw in the OUA with Hillock and Elgersma. But it's still a good clip to be throwing the ball at 60%. But when you're taking those vertical shots, they're already a lower percentage of completion rate. They're already tougher completions for your receivers. And now add into the fact that the DBs are going to be sitting there. Added extra pressure, extra coverage to it. So... Uh, I think the time change cannot be understated. I think the stylistic matchup of Can West DBs being ready for a big play offense is another huge piece. As well as I just don't know if Alex Fedchen is going to have as big of an impact on this game as he has had in others in his AUS career. I know Connor's going to get on my case over this. I was not the biggest Fedchen fan during the draft process because it said the size just is not there. Frame is not there. Motor is there. Skill is there. Uh, He wants to get after it. That's great. But the physical size is just not there yet. Okay, who's he matching up with this week? Oh, right. NFL caliber offensive lineman Theo Benedet. Giovanni Manu, who is, oh, right, also in that... Close to, not in the same class, but close to the same quality of offensive linemen. So uh, I think with Fedchin, they're either going to get him chipped and doubled or they're going to let Theo Benedet manhandle the top pass rusher in the AUS over the last, what, three years, we'll say. I I really do think that Benedet and the ability to erase Fedchin and this ex-pass rush will allow Rooker the time he needs to uh, do what he has done all year and relay the ball efficiently to his targets and let them just make guys miss after they catch the ball. All right. As for the second matchup, the Carabang hosting the Yates Cup champion, Western Mustangs. All right. We got to talk about Jonathan Senecal and this big matchup he's got going against Oh, right, Evan Hillock, who is in very familiar territory for him. Um, I do think with Hillock in this game, this is going to be the big test. This is going to be how much is the shoulder injury lingering from last week's Yates Cup? How much can he put behind him? How much can he continue to push through, quite frankly? Because it's spectacular. We know what Evan Hillock is at full strength. And he's a top quarterback in the country. We've seen Evan Hillock at a lesser percentage, I'll say, this year. And he's still a top quarterback in the country. But for Western, how much can he injure? How much can he push through? Because let's face it, Nicky Farinaccio and co., they're not going to let you run the ball for six yards of carry before you get even touched by a, a defender. They're going to be on the point to stop this. They trust their DBs. Kalen St. Cyr has been there for three years as well, um, making a ton of plays out on the outside. They are going to be making you 
beat them over the top. They're going to say, yep, we know you have Mojamal, Savon, Seth Robertson, Missouri. Uh Kabongo is the fifth receiver, which, by the way, if Kabongo is your fifth receiver, <laughs> what a what an absolute embarrassment of riches you have. Um, but no, Montreal, I believe, stylistically, is just going to load the box and say, our DBs are strong enough to play this way. And when you're in Sepsum, and we start to get rolling. This crowd gets behind us and it goes downhill quick. Mind you, how many times have Connor and I had to say ground games and defense? This is where the difference will be made in Western. If they can sustain this run game like they did last week and the week before and the week before and the week before. If they can keep pushing around this Carabanes front, the crowd will get low the crowd will get out of it the crowd will get tired because there's not much going on in the game and you can kind of lull them to sleep while you push the ball down the field uh with western i will say cannot take as many field goals and settle as much as you did this week the offense for jonathan senecal has been tremendous he has been a dual threat quarterback all season long so you need to be on your game for that uh Doso, Shabbat, they have a ton of playmakers out wide as well. Don't let this become a track meet if you're Western. I know that you have the horses, pun intended, to run with anyone in the country. You don't want this to be a track meet. The more Evan Hillock is sitting back there getting hit, getting open shots against him, the tougher it is going to be not only to win this first game, but to win the week after if you were to advance to the Vanier Cup. You need him as healthy as possible, and I know you're going to give it all on the line. I know Evan Hillock is going to put every single inch of his body on the line for this team and for this game, but ideally for Western, you need a similar game plan to last week. Maybe we get Mojamal the ball a bit more to kind of balance out the offense, um, I know Savon had a big day, but I, I, I'm super excited to see this Carabank offense against Jackson Finley and a do before and Panda Baker because like well, I'll say it now. Um, I think there was a bit of a concern from Western last week about covering Ethan Jordan and Raiden Thorne one on one. I know as a unit, their DBs are spectacular and they have great individual players. But when it comes time to match up against some of these other guys, it is, you know, when you get the elite of the elite in the country in a Raiden Thorne or Ethan Jordan running routes on you, you need that guy. And this is where they wish, I believe, Kojo Odum was healthy enough to play. He is that eliminator that they've missed over the last two seasons. They wish he could be back now, but... Um, their guys have played so well as a unit that I think they match up well in zone. I would be interested to see how much man they're going to play, how aggressive they're going to be on defense. Um, for the Carabay, it's all on Senecal. The whole season has been on Senecal, so we'll see how he responds to that. Um, I don't know. I'm pretty excited. Oh, great cup this weekend as well. Check out the podcast that Marshall has got going on. I know we are kind of like half and half. Like he's in CFL mode. We're in 
uh, Vanier Cup and bowl season mode. But Marshall's got a ton of work going on at Media Day. He uh, interviewed, I think, Anthony Calvillo? What? Yes, 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 he did. So make sure to check it out. They're going to be coming out as we go along this week. But stay tuned. Stay locked and loaded. CF Perspective, Wade Zank, Connor R. O'Neill, TSN underscore Marsh. Oh, check out CFL Reddit, by the way. 100,000 members. Way to go, Statch and the crew. Uh, enjoy the Grey Cup week as we go, guys. Take care. See you around.